0: Of all the bands who developed out of that period, let's say the um, the 80s decade, and of course we've had various revivals, haven't we, different bands, and I'm very pleased, Mark, that you don't succumb to the package tour scenario, and you have gone out and you're... <laughs> re- <laughs> well, they haven't offered me enough money, that's what Oh, saying. well... But the it's thing not is the it's the money. No, I know, but it's so dissatisfying for the, the, the fans really because you only get a yeah. short set and it's it's the greatest yeah. hits all the time and you know what it's like and yeah. um great to play to those big audiences. But um again, because of the musicality that was plainly evident in level forty two from the earliest times, you know, with Mike Vernon. I mean you have proved far more durable than most of your peers really, haven't you? And and the fact that you're now gigging in twenty sixteen uh, says an awful lot, and not least the fact you've had so many hit singles. You well, know.
1: thank you for that, David. Yeah, I, these are all things that you know that that are true. Um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with any of my, my mates and my peers from that period. You know, going uh, getting involved with the you know the the package tours and stuff. It's just something that didn't seem it just didn't seem relevant to Level Forty Two because it's it's always been a band as such, and it was it's never just been. Uh, you know, like a front man who was writing the songs or something, in which case that can lend itself to having a house band and you go up and you you perform the songs. And that's absolutely fine, but that's not what Level 42 does. Level 42, you know, has always been a band and, you know, the the great history of of amazing drummers that we've had over the years, you know, starting with Phil and then the the fantastic Gary Husband came in 1987 and then Gavin Harrison uh, came and toured with us and then Gary Husband came back again, and now we have this uh, wonderful kid, Pete Ray Biggin, on drums. And um, You know, as a rhythm section, that's it, that's an important thing for me. I, I just, I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable sort of getting up on stage and, and just sort of running through three or four songs, you know, the same for three or four songs. I don't have a problem playing the hits at all. I mean, you know, when we go out, we play them. But, yes. You know, if I go and see an artist that I love, I, I want to see the songs that I love from those periods, and that can be all kinds of things, you know, but if I if I go and see, I don't know, Todd Rundgren, you know, I want him to play Hello, It's Me, and, uh, you know, the, the songs that they, they're best known for, i.e. the hits, I suppose. Yes. It's the same, you know, if you go and see Queen, you'd feel shortchanged changed In fact, you'd hate it if they were suddenly to say, you know, listen, we're, we're going to play our new triple album in its
0: entirety
1: (laughs) if you ever want to see an audience look terrified tell them you're going to play them the whole of the new album and that's going to be a good place to start. So,
0: now hits are great to play. Yeah. No, We'll have to talk a bit more about set lists because I always think it's a fascinating subject uh, viewed from the musician's point of view and also the fan's point of view. Um, how do you go about selecting your set lists these days, Mark? I mean, I know you've got the core greatest hits, but uh, yeah, do, yeah. do you ever get a bit sort of adventurous and go back and rediscover <laughs> some... <laughs> I try. <laughs>
1: um, I try and be adventurous, you know, but it's, it's tricky. Yeah. I think mean, you know, it's sort of in the in the earlier days of, 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 you know, about sort of 10 years ago of when we had the website up, I thought, well, maybe it'd be good to put it in the palms of the, uh, you know, the lower 42 fans and see what they say. It's, it's a bit like asking Britain whether we should be in the EU or not, you know, it's really <laughs> a question. Yes. It's more complicated. So, uh, you know, I think that there's a bit of an art to it, you know, and it's, um, i was once again minded of a Miles Davis thing which is, you know, it's how you start and how you finish. It's not too fussy about what goes on in the middle. But it wants to come in big and it wants to go out big. And uh, When you sort of start thinking like that in terms of the drama of the set, uh, you know, it starts with, this is how I want it to be for level 42 anyway. Then, then that starts sort of shaping itself in terms of the material that you've got to choose from, which is an awful lot as it happens over the years. But then, once again, there are also those those sort of down home uh you know classic hits that people want to hear and it's you know far better for me to deny than that as, as we've covered earlier on you know that if you go and see if somebody you like you want to hear them play the songs that you like a bit and uh yeah so um i can't tell you what the set's going to be right now because i haven't even started thinking about it but i guess i ought to get on. It's time goes isn't it
0: what about um new listeners to the band uh, you're going to get new fans uh after this october well, tour um, and hopefully, you know, in it, in a small way, this sequence will will widen the scope. You know, for for many people, they they might not know some of the uh, the detail about the band. But I mean, is there an album that you'd recommend to new listeners to Level Forty Two, a studio album that you you're particularly happy with, Mark?
1: Well, I think I think that the World Machine album is a very good example of um, you know what Level Forty Two were about. There, there's still all the elements of how we started out in there and and also you know perhaps part of the reason the band started to fall apart it's all it's all in that album there the, the world machine album you know there's uh sort of something for everybody in there and it's it's good sonically i'm so glad to see this sort of uh, resurgence vinyl. that's that's a wonderful thing you know that that we've been sold down the river in in a lot of ways with MP3s and things like that, you yes. know, where algorithms take out music that it thinks you can't hear. Well, I don't want an algorithm telling me what I can or can't hear. Mm. I want to be able to put it on and make a decision myself, you know. So, I love vinyl and, I'm, and I love the fact that, um, so if you can get a copy of World Machine on vinyl and as it happens, I think you can probably get one on the Level 42 website. That's a very good place to start.
0: Yes. Right, well, we'll direct people to that and, uh, I should also mention this was the era of the limited edition and the 12-inch single, and of course that's a a job in itself, isn't it, to track down all all that, uh, you know, bonus tracks and all sorts of stuff, picture discs, it was all there. Yeah,
1: well, Universal Music of just this very week released, um, it's called uh, Collected, and it's a three-CD collection of all Level 42 material. Universal Music in Holland, I, I hasten to add, so right. um, the, 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 you can see links on our
0: uh,
1: Facebook page and on, on the Level 42 website, and, you know, if you're interested, because that's, um, you know, it's, that's also a very good way to get into what the band's about, because it's it's sort of classic cuts from, from every album, plus some rarities and 12 inches and, uh, you know, things like that.